So when did you last build a snowman? Um, <laughs> a long time ago. I don't think I've ever built one. It's been a while for me because I've never let's built face one. it, there's uh, there's not much snow ever thanks to global warming. There's never any snow. I've not. I don't think I've ever built a snowman. You know, I mean, they've destroyed my dreams, my childhood by taking the snow away. I've never built a snowman. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? My snowman building days are over. I should be at school building a snowman right now. I've never built one. <laughs> I've never uh, built a snowman. I remember one time when I was a kid, the snow was so thick that you got like a ball and then you would roll it and it would roll up like a carpet. Like you were rolling a carpet into this big sort of cylindrical slab. With what? With what? The snow would just gather up. Like it was, you were rolling What's, up a carpet. What's snow? It's been so long that he actually doesn't even know what snow is. Art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Hello there. Hey. Welcome to part two of Art Cinema, Fart Cinema's 2019 Christmas special, A Very Michael Keaton Christmas. Yeah, when I think of uh, Christmas, uh, Michael Keaton just jumps into my head. He's a Christmassy chap. Yeah, it's that big smile. He's got this winning smile and he always looks like he's covered in oil, like a good basted turkey. You know, on Christmas morning, I just look at the TV and say, what Michael Keaton films are on? None? What that? What's that about? Why is Michael Keaton not a part of everyone's Christmas? I can't eat turkey without seeing his face in the loins of, I the, pause. of the turkey. I pause uh, Multiplicity. That's the film where there's actually lots of Michael Keatons. He, he manages to multiply Oh, don't, himself. that's a dream. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll pause. Mikey. I'll pause. <laughs> for Christmas dinner, I'll just pause the film. And have like it holding like uh, about four or five Michael Keatons on the screen while I eat my Christmas dinner. Mm. That's that's a way to get maximum Christmas appeal. Oh, Mikey! <laughs> I once worked for a woman once who said that she didn't like she she found the way <laughs> she didn't like Michael Keaton. No, it's totally separate. It just 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 when I was right, like okay. when I was like oh Mikey, just reminded me that I worked for a woman once who said that she didn't like. Uh, the way she didn't like American words for things like she was like I don't like that they call them panties I was like oh, I actually you I know like, what want to take your panties off <laughs> you know what I actually know someone as well or used to know someone that had a, a hatred of the word panties panties Oof. I don't know what the what Michael uh, Keaton's panties panties I don't think it works in the Scottish accent I think it's panties. Uh, yeah it's you know what it is it's the way that uh, panties. It's always like a sort of a, yeah, quite a high, shrill-voiced yeah. girl that goes, here, my panties? <laughs> I pulled down my panties. My panties. Yeah, it's just, oh, something, something kind of slimy about it. So, this podcast, we're going to be talking about Jack Frost, a 1998 film, and a film in which I thought, when I was a child, looked so cool. I, I remember watching the, any video you had for about three years. There was an advert with this there was an advert of this film on it. Either that or I just had a DVD. I, I remember thinking this movie looked fucking beast, man. Mm-hmm. And I never watched it. I ne- never saw it until today. <laughs> really? So, yeah. so I never, ever actually saw the movie. But I remember as a kid thinking, fuck yeah, man, it looks cool. Jack Frost, he's like a cool skateboarding s- snowman. 
Yeah. And I knew it looked a little bit edgy. Did it? Yeah, it looked really cool. And mm, Jack Frost was on a snowboard. Looked cool, Mm. man. It's amazing how easily distracted you are, though, because you see, when I get it into my head that I'm going to watch a film, I'll probably watch it quite soon after I've decided. (laughs) You kind of can let things go out. I was a blameless child. I was like three when this film Mm. came out. So I couldn't have been like, you know. I want that Jack Frost DVD. My mum would have been like, it's it's summer, Nadim. You can't have a snowman movie, mm. you know? But this, I, nonetheless, when I was watching this film and realising how actually how lame it was, it kind of held up a dark mirror to like how lame I was as a child because I was like, Fuck it. I must have been really uncool as a kid if I thought Don't this Don't beat yourself cool. up, Nadim. I had a whole thing with this. I actually was thinking about going back to therapy. <laughs> Over Jack Frost? Over this movie. Yeah, I love how I love how I said back to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> as though Jack Frost has caused me problems before. Yeah. So Jack Frost is a film starring Mikey Keaton, Ronan Keating's brother. Mm-hmm. Life is a roller coaster. You just gotta ride it. And he plays a musician that's of equal uh, aptitude as Ron, Ronan Keaton. You know, he does the Jack Frost band. You know, it's not as you know, it's not the same as Boyzone, but it's about as good in a different milieu. <laughs> <laughs> so Keaton plays a really cool up-and-coming rock star dad. And he's a cool dad and he and he wants to rock out and he's got a hot wife and he's got a kid who's really cool in school and stands up to the bullies and he gets straight A grades at school. But nonetheless, Jack Frost, played by Michael Keaton, he feels as though... He's maybe missing out on his son's life a little bit because he's too busy pursuing his dream as being the rock star frontman of the Jack Frost band. Anyway, so is this a... Right, we're going to go right into spoilers. In case you care about Jack Frost. Yeah. Michael Keaton's character fucking dies in a car crash halfway through this wholesome Christmas movie. Yeah. And then becomes a snowman. I actually expected him to die at the start. I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he was turning into the snowman. Like, yeah. he falls into the snow and goes, Oh, I'm a snowman now! <laughs> he <laughs> fucking like dies hold, in a car crash. Holds holds twigs, you know, hold, holding the twigs yeah, out of his hand. I, I yeah. thought maybe he would he would slip into a pond and then emerge as a snowman. Oh, what happened here? My hands have turned into twigs and my I, nose is a cork. You know what? I kind of want to see your snowman movie. You know, I want to see the one where someone just falls in snow and becomes Jack Frost. Well, better than... <laughs> and, and sounds like Yogi Bear while they're at it as well. <laughs> better that than what they do in this film. It's traumatic as hell. So, anyway, so the dad dies. A year later, the boy's building the snowman. He's picking himself off the ground after his dad's untimely death. He builds a lovely snowman and then... Oh, it turns into Jack Frost the dad. He sounds the harmonica that oh, he gave him. He gives him a harmonica, which is complete bullshit as a present for a kid. Yeah, here's he a harmonica, it's magic. This whole, yeah, story about how, you know, you know where I got that? I got it when I was your age or whatever. It's just like, oh, thanks, dad. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie, Simon. You're not meant to be so harsh on it. Well, I just think it would be more honest if the kid had said, that's a f***ing crap present, Dad. I'd better have a real present tomorrow. Yeah, you, Dad, where's my Nintendo 64? Yeah, exactly, or, yeah, the Wii, whatever. Yeah, I want a Wii, Q motherfucker. Dad. Where's even my though, Wii? Even though it's uh, 1998. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, Simon, the Wii isn't even like a current thing now, man. The Wii was like 10 years ago. Yeah, so it was... Uh, it was... <laughs> so it was out of date for now, and it was out of date for then. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But, but no, I'm, I think I'm, the Wii. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that you even brought the Wii. The Wii. <laughs> no one plays the Wii anymore. Right. Cool. I never played the Wii. You're crestfallen by this. I'm just. I'm just memeing. I've never Jesus. played. I've never been into the Wii. <laughs> into the Wii hen. Uh, anyway, aye, he wants a Nintendo 64, but he gets a harmonica. So he gets a magic harmonica, gives it to the snowman or something, brings the snowman to life, and it turns out the snowman isn't just any old snowman, it's his dad. Who's got to try and... Uh, There's not really any narrative thrust, he just he just exists well, as I a mean, snowman, and then over time the boy has to come to terms with the fact that the snowman will melt one day. I guess I mean it's is is it what it's trying to do, and if it, if you're wanting to find the pathos in this film, like marker mode, it's uh, the pathos in this. The pathos film. in this movie is that uh, Michael Keaton accidentally neglected his family in pursuit of what he felt he needed to do to support them. So it's that thing of I'm leaving home to look after home, uh, but what you know then people just feel like. You're a selfish jerk for just taking care of your band or whatever, you know. Um, and that, you know, it's like the, the harmonica thing just really makes me cringe because I'm like, you know, that is not a present for him. <laughs> this is your fucking boosting your own ego with a story about you. I just hate how like the film, oh. the film goes to such lengths to show how cool of a dad he is. He like kicks back on his son's bed and hands him the harmonica, like, yeah, man, we're just chilling out, you know. Oh yeah, we're bros. And then, like, Kelly Preston plays the mother. Kelly Preston is the mother. She's, like, typecast as the mother in family movies in which the kid has to hide a fantastical creature away from the parents, you know? So she doesn't The Cat in the Hat, she doesn't this. And the only two films I've ever seen her in are The Cat in the Hat and this. And she plays the same character. Well, I've seen her in a few more films. <laughs> well, Kelly Preston is the mum. And, like, there's not a scene in which Kelly Preston and... What's his name? Michael Keaton are together. And they're not, like... Tongue in each other, like they're literally like every scene that they're in, they're like really, really, really cozy. And like, there's a bit where she licks his ear, and I'm like, this is a kid, this is a family fucking Christmas movie. I may be glad I didn't see this as a child because I'd have been sexually awoken really young. Yeah, I'd be like whoa. You'd have thought it was normal just going to school the next day and start licking, licking ears. Licking people's ears, yeah. I mean, like, well, it's normal. I saw it in a movie. I was that kind of kid anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, but this the Kelly uh, Preston thing. Of course, like I, I, I can't get Alec Baldwin's voice out of my head now. Of like, whenever I see her on screen, that's I a just, good shot of Kelly. Yeah, I just hear the Alec Baldwin. Mm, that's a nice shot of Kelly. I'll even picture him like you know his face coming up, peering over the TV at me as you know, like, and you just you know you know how it's creepy when you imagine like or when you see someone like looking at you through something, and you can just. You can't see their mouth move, but you can see their eyes as they're talking to you, and it's kind of like these static eyes are speaking. And you're like, "That's a good shot of Kelly." <laughs> you're know, just like, "Why is Mike?" I don't know. Now I've actually I'm a hallucinating Alec Baldwin peering over the TV at me, going, mm, "That was a nice shot of Kelly, wasn't it?" And then like dipping back down again. If you want the context to this conversation, listen to our episode on the episode Cat three. Yeah, is that episode yeah, three? So, yeah. Yeah, no, it was in the commentary that for the Cat and Hat, Alec Baldwin was all about 
pointing out what a great shot of Kelly it was, and it was always like uh, a shot of her like full body, with like, <laughs> with, like the, the legs on display, whatever. Uh, you know. He just pitched up to work that day with a horn, and he was like, "Oh, time to film the commentary." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Never mind, eh? So yeah. there's a scene where he's building the snowman. Uh, it's a year after the kid's building the snowman. A year after, it's been a hard year for him. Uh, for Charlie gr- Frost, Charlie grieving, uh, grieving his his departed father, and uh, there's a great musical sort of. It's that sort of you know what is it? It's the it's the it's Ernest landslide. Giant. It's landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Is it? It is. Is, is that a famous song? How do you not know landslide by Fleetwood Mac? I don't know oh that my one. God, maybe I think it's because that that song had a bit of an uptick when I was like a teenager among people. So is that it. a 70s song from like Rumours? It's or something? a Fleetwood Mac. I think it's from. It's not from Rumours, I don't think. I it's, think it's, from from, the, if, it's from Fleetwood Mac, the episode. The, episode, the, the album before that. Yeah. Before with, the, with Deanna on it as well, yeah. I think that's Deanna. Right. I don't know. I used to be a You know what? It Mac sounds. Guy. I can't believe that that's them because it sounded crap it to me. It might not be the actual version of Landslide. It I might be I a don't cover. think it is. I think it's a cover. It's but someone's anyway, lame cover. Anyway, and Landslide, which is, a, which is about like a, like a romantic relationship. And then he's building a snowman to it. It's really, it's a really weird music choice, I think. Mm. I think it would have been a lot funnier if, if it they... was Thriller by Michael Jackson, <laughs> or if not, or if what, what if they picked a song? Well, not if they wrote a song for the film that just had ridiculously like literal kind of, you know, like Hey, look at this kid. He's building a snowman. He probably doesn't know his dad. Dad's gonna come back to visit him. <laughs> <laughs> Like watching him roll, and maybe the kid looks over his shoulder and goes, "What the fuck? Where does that music coming from?" Like some total ridiculous Leslie Nielsen type joke, like a Naked Gun type thing. I think that I know, prefer that. Yeah, I know. This is it. It's another one of these movies where you just sit there and going, "Oh, wouldn't it be funny if it was anything other than what I'm actually watching?" <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be funny if the crux of this movie, after he builds the snowman to this beautiful landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Is the daddy, the snowman comes to life, and when he actually accosts his son as a snowman, he's like, "It's me, Shada." Like he's like, imagine, <laughs> imagine a snowman came to life and came up to you like, "It's me, Shada. It's, it's your dad, son." I don't think you'd ever come to terms with it, would you? So, and same with what happens later on is Charlie Frost comes up to his mum. So Charlie goes to his mum. He's like, "The snowman's my dad. The snowman's my dad." Hmm. I'm just I'm actually picturing my father's voice coming out of a snowman now to try and test it for the record like how would I feel like imagine a snowman came to life and was like it's me your dad and started giving you like the sort of like the context of like you know that would that would make you believe him yeah I mean, I can't, I, it would be weird it would take it would take a while for <laughs> that to, to sink in wouldn't it <laughs> it's longer than the one and a half hour of film that you get it's a 97 minute film it's a 97 oh my minute God. wonder well, does it go slow to you? yeah it is really badly paced so like I mentioned the car crash in which Jack Frost turns into the snowman it takes place 30 no about 40 minutes into the film and this movie is now 40 minutes long you've got 40 minutes of like cool dad shit until he actually becomes Jack Frost who's on the poster of the film you know you go to the movie as a child to see the snowman and I actually think, right, that the snowman, when he shows up, it's not a cute snowman. It's a it's weird looking a ugly, snowman. Looking In snowman. fact, Jack Frost has got black eyes, like life, lifeless doll. eyes, like a doll's eyes. Mm. And I think maybe if Michael Keaton was more like 
charismatic. Because you talk about how the snowman's got doll's eyes. I think Michael Keaton's got a doll's voice, okay? He's, <laughs> he's got like a kind of... He's not like funny. He's not like Eddie Murphy, you know? He's not no. like Mike Myers. <laughs> he's just... Or even, yeah. apparently, George Clooney was meant to be playing this Jack Frost character. And they actually designed the animatronic of the snowman with his face in mind at first. But then Michael Keaton took over the role. I think George Clooney would have fit in the role even better. Because George Clooney's got that fucking sexy, silver fox charisma, man. You know? You don't get that in mm. Michael Keaton at all, I don't think. So oh, it's not a sexy snowman. This really undermines the theory that I had, right? Because uh, Michael Keaton, I, it occurred to me in the, during this film that Michael Keaton's got a sort of f- uh, facial resemblance to Henry Fonda. Uh, Henry Fonda being quite f- famous for a lot of things, but one thing is, is uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, the Sergio Leone film, Henry Fonda is cast against type as a kind of blue-eyed, beautiful-faced bad guy. It's like he's he's used to being a nice. We're used to seeing him as a nice person. So when he starts pulling guns on kids and stuff, you're like, "Whoa, fuck, that's Henry Fonda doing this!" Oh, God. he's so handsome. Uh, and I thought it was actually like, I thought it was a reference. I thought that it, he was uh, the writers and directors of Jack Frost wanted to kind of mirror or put symmetry into place with the whole harmonica thing. Because in, in, in Once Upon a Time in the West, Henry Fonda's character tortures a boy. With a harmonica. How? Well, he... Does he just play it really badly? No, no, no. What it is, Charles Bronson uh, grows up to be a guy who carries around the harmonica and haunts people with his tune. And it's like, oh, the harmonica guy's here again. Uh, and uh, what it is, is he's, he's on a, a lifelong trail to have take revenge against Henry Fonda's character. Because when he was a kid, Henry Fonda killed his brother in front of him and shoved the harmonica in his mouth saying uh, keep your loving brother happy and like like with this big you know like the smile like that's the thing it's like the smile on his face and the big blue eyes and it's just it's really played up as like you know look he's this like really happy looking guy who's evil he's everything he's a poster boy of Hollywood but he's evil and then now Michael Keaton's in this film and it, he, he does he does torture the kid to an extent with a harmonica but he he turns it around by the end and you know it's it's kind of it's i just think if you're a film literate person like you you're meant to think this is just like henry fondon once upon a time in the west except he's trying to be better now <laughs> it's a spiritual he's, it's a spiritual kind of uh you know partnering mm, i agree yeah <laughs> I to find out that george clooney was meant to be in there that's got nothing that, nothing to do with once upon a time that's terrible <laughs> so you know Frank Zappa yeah. apparently three of his kids are in this film cool the, the kids names are Dweezil Amet and Moon Unit imagine oh, yeah. being called Moon Unit yeah like yeah. Moon Unit's the kind of name that you'd give yourself if you got the choice in your name you know what I mean yeah not, not like my dad called me Moon Unit you, like you, you, you should always have your kids kind of like disappointed as you as, as a parent. You know what I mean? You should never, you should never make your kids. <laughs> you should always disappoint your children as a parent. You know, you should never be. That's the other thing this film does wrong, right? The two parents, like I said, are so loved up to like this grotesque degree, and I'm like, this ain't realistic. Whose parents are like this ever? Mm. I don't know. I've never well, it seems to me like the kid uh, resents. 
him for his ab- absence, but Kelly Preston's character kind of likes it. She kind of likes it because he Keep, comes when he comes back. He comes back strong as hell. It's the honeymoon phase all over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah she he's away so often that she's left always wanting a little bit more. You know. In fact, I think it would. And have he's been, a rock star. It would have been quite cool if uh, if the mother had actually said that to the boy. You know, I mean, I know that you're upset that your dad's not going to be around, but I mean, I don't care because we get really good sex out of the, the deal. You know. <laughs> He like he leaves for months. There's actually a there's actually, there's actually a moment in the movie where like I think the parents have a fallout in one scene, and I was like, oh, this is a change of pace. And then the next scene is the morning, and then she's like, he made up for it last night or something like that. And I was like, what the? F- What's this doing in a kids movie? Uh, another thing that I think is quite a, a strange sort of tonal thing is uh, the snowball fight. That uh, it's very reminiscent of Napoleon. The. Uh, Movie by Abel Gantz from the nineteen thirties. Well, Charlie, a five-hour-long silent movie. Charlie appears to be quite sort of uh, well educated in his, his tactics. You know, he said, "Remember what we." Yeah, he's know, just like Napoleon. That's what remember I'm what we learned in history class, and everyone's like, "No, nah, yeah, but he, but he like, knows because yeah, he's yeah, a master yeah. tactician, hundred percent." Why I always think that snowball fights look really cool in films. But then when you get when you have a snowball fight in real life, it's actually not fun. It's actually fucking annoying. It's not to get fun. Hit by a snowball. No, no, but it, the adrenaline gets in your veins, and if you're like well into it enough, your face is so hot that it melts the snowball on impact. Because that's what I do. And then I end up just like fucking wasting cards for the fucking snowball. Yeah. Bwah, you, well, what I was going to go with this is like uh, the snowball fight that happens after uh, Jack Frost has died, and we've got the grieving Charlie ah, who yeah. gets. Dragged into another snowball fight, and the, the, he's lost all his pals. Yeah. Uh, he's lost all his pals, all the rest of it. But and there's the, there's a bully guy and all the rest of it that, that nobody likes in in the the, the neighbourhood. He's a wee prick. Um, but they they try and kill Charlie. What? He's hanging off. He, 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 they, oh God! Yeah. They actually <laughs> corner him to the edge of a, like a, 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 a ravine. A, a ravine. <laughs> so they know, and they're like, Ah, there's nowhere to run now, Charlie, and they keep. Pelting him with snowballs, he ends up hanging off. <laughs> a, kids are cruel, man. A forty-foot drop that would have killed him. And movie and, kids are cruel. And these kids are just laughing and carry on pelting him. And I was like, "We're what? We're watching an yeah, attempt." You're missing the commentary. The commentary is that children are cruel. Okay. Well, in this case, they're attempted murderers. <laughs> yeah. This was an attempted murder. But it's subtle in its simplicity. Yeah. Well. So if, for example, he didn't have like a supernatural snowman incarnation of his dead father, he'd have fucking died. He'd have died right there, you know. But then he'd have been able to join his father. Uh, there's always that, eh? Imagine he died there, and then the rest of the movie was just in him playing in heaven with his dad. Yeah, but you know what? That tends to be a threat. You know, you see, when someone's dead and someone says to another person, "I'm going to send you to meet him." It, it's it's like yeah, a, it's, a, it's a menacing threat, isn't it? You know, yeah, I've never yeah, heard yeah. anyone say, "Oh, you know what? On you go then." I've not seen. I, I can't wait to catch up with that guy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's man. fine. Yeah, just like on you go, slit my throat. That's it's, a good point, man. Yeah, so I think it's weird that we've got children essentially trying to kill each other. That's a bit strange. Yeah, I don't know. Have you yeah. met a child? Um, there's quite an interesting one, Natalie, as well. She's uh, she's the one that knows all about how you can. Fashion pine cones into a homemade explosive device, and uh, Kelly Preston's character just like, uh huh, yeah, and talks over. And I was like, can let the girl talk. She's got some interesting ideas here, you know. <laughs> if she, if she knows how to do it, let her talk. Kelly Preston, just learn to hold your wish for a while. Hold your wish. Hold your wish for a while. 
And yeah, Natalie's got a lot of weird facts about school bullies make up 75% of the convicted prisoners. And you're like, wow, this is a really articulate character. How did she, how did she find out that information? Because <laughs> like, this was pre-internet. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, so she's, uh, <laughs> she obviously does pay attention in class. Uh, I do th- I do think though this this is a grim film about death attempted murder and the disturbing culture of of fatherlessness in western society. Mm. Which doesn't yes. spell Christmas to me. But then it it's got a redemptive quality to it because all of these issues become resolved. Actually no they don't. So his dad just decides to die. It's not even like it's the end of winter and the fucking uh, you know, it's not like Frozen where it becomes summer and then, then the snowman's gonna about to die because it's fucking summer. Like, mm. literally, it's they're up a hill, they're up a mountain where it's gonna be winter all year round. And the boy even says, "Here, Dad, I can drive you down to South America so that when it's winter in South America, it's summer here. So we can always have you in a place where there's snow." The dad's just like, "Nope, fuck it, son. Let me die." And. Uh, <laughs> And he leaves his son fatherless. It's a mercy killing. Yeah, he leaves his son fatherless, which was the issue of the film in the first place. Because he wasn't there for his son, and now he's not there, for, still not there for his son. And he gives him some bullshit about he's how... He's taken a second. He's been given a second chance to Yeah, be and he fucked it. He, he goes to the son, he's like, I'll always be with you here, and then points at the kid's heart. And it's like, what, so you weren't there for the year that you weren't a snowman and weren't even here in person either? Ridiculous. Ridiculous, Jack Frost. You're a bad feather. He teaches him the J-shot in ice hockey. So fucked. He watches what's him that win. What's going to do? Maybe he becomes a ice hockeyist in later life, but... Actually, maybe you know something that would solve the issue of the film if he mm. if that J shot becomes like the crux of his success in life. But I don't think it is. I think he's probably mm. going to just end up working in a library or something. Because mm. remember, he's intelligent. He's got brains, which means he's going places. At the point where uh, Jack Frost returns to the other side as well, he, he, you, he turns into he, Michael Keaton. He, what is it? In human face. <laughs> in human say. face. In human face. <laughs> yeah. In a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, smiley Henry Fonda style human he looks face. Fucking sexy. Uh, it, it, well, it touches on the same sort of notes. It's uh, Patrick Swayze and Ghost. Mm. When he t- when he. Suddenly he's become visible again to Demi Moore's character and he's got the glowing kind of I'm a ghost, I'm going to heaven now kind of thing. <laughs> oh. yeah. He's sexy. Well, I was, it just made me... Th- I remembered a film. Like There was a film that came out in the 80s called Ghost Dad. And do you want to know who played Ghost Dad? Michael Keating. No, Bill Ke- Cosby. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. And why is why has everyone forgotten Bill Cosby as Ghost Dad? Why does that not get like a Criterion <laughs> Criterion Edition DVD? Blue? I've never heard of it. Ghost Dad. I want to see Ghost Dad on the DVD shelves with an audio commentary newly recorded by Bill Cosby. I want to see Bill Cosby on chat shows. I want no! to see Holly Willoughby <laughs> and Philip Schofield like over like. And you know now via satellite we're going to talk to Bill Cosby about the DVD <laughs> release of Ghost Dad. Jesus Christ! And then Bill Cosby's like on the screen going, "No, he's he's on Skype from prison." <laughs> <laughs> when people like are in prison, they get interviewed. You know, profiling of killers and all the rest of it. Uh, people are allowed to write books from prison. It's mm. not the first time that's happened. Why can't Bill Cosby be the first guy to record an audio commentary from prison? No. <laughs> no. Simon, no. For Ghost Dad. No. 
the film about the ghosts that's a dad. No. Is it not, is it not happening? No. <laughs> no. It's not happening. No. No. Oh. Okay. No. We can't. <laughs> Bill Cosby. No. No. I'm kind of done with Jack Frost anyway. You're done. So you can finish up if you want. In the end, Michael Keaton dies. His character dies. Jack Frost fucking dies. He just he kind of dies twice in a way, doesn't he? Yeah. He commits himself to the ether, and I think. For a Christmas film that is gutsy, that is brave, that is stunning, and we need more films like this. We do need more films like this. This is an important movie. Right. And we need to do the one where someone actually just falls in the snow and becomes a snowman. I think they should just remake it. Yeah. With Michael like, Keaton yeah. now. In fact, make it like The Force of I've Awakens. got all the snow stuck to me. You yeah. are, you know, and he's like, he's basically, essentially he's actually just a guy caked in snow, but everyone just thinks there's a snowman walking around. Exactly. That's the, the issue is that he has skin that is very, very, very attracted to snow particles. Yeah. It's like Iceman from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It's like, uh, just, he, he turns into a white. Is that a thing? Iceman? Yeah. And, uh, they don't fucking try, do they? Fucking Iceman. Yeah. Is there Fireman? No, there's a flaming woman. Of course there is. Spider-Man and the amazing... They don't even fucking try with these... Is there Electro-Man? I bet there's a fucking Electro-Man. I think he's somewhere in the mix. Somewhere. I bet there fucking is in Spider-Man. Electri- electricity... Is there a guy made of rocks? A... Or like fucking like... I don't know, like stones? Sand? There's the Sandman, but you know that. Yeah. There you go, Sandman! But you'll know who... You know, the Sandman was the villain in Spider-Man 3. Oh, that was so, I have such a long time ago I saw it. Is his name Thomas Hayden Church? They don't even fucking try. Just fucking... We'll just name a thing and then fucking make a villain out of it. Carpet Man. Oh, Light Bulb Man. I actually, Glasses Man. I actually want to see uh, a Christmas tree cock man. Like a guy who's actually got like a sharp Christmas tree appendage. With a star at the end of it. Uh, yeah, just right down there. Right on the, the cod piece. Just... Mm. And, and it then, yeah, it, it, you know, like a drill head, it actually twirls mm. around the, to go through rocks and stuff. And it, it makes a noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it borrows, he borrows through people's chest with it. Mm. It's like, he, he actually like has people, like, in his, what was it, in, the, in like the deadlights, isn't it, in it, it's like people like fall dead, fall like still. Yeah. Was it paralysed in the deadlights? Oh, I don't so you could be paralysed in the Christmas lights yeah. while he drills through your chest mm. with his Christmas cock. His Christmas penis. Mm. This is the last episode of the decade. So this is it, man. What's your What's your New Year's resolution, man? Um, well, I'm going to wear uh, a Christmas tree on my uh, intimate area. Next uh, next year, so I'm going to fashion this cod piece with a Christmas tree just protruding out. Are you going to finally put to use those baubles I gave you? Yeah, there's going to be Christmas baubles, one hanging either side. Perfect. And the Christmas tree's just going to go boom, right out. Mm. The star's going to kind of just droop a little bit because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's got some. You know, I can't do anything about the fact it's got weight. It's going to it's going to weigh down on the Christmas tree. It's going to hurt a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, I can't do anything about it. Mm. What's your New Year's resolution? I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna cover myself in paint, 
and I'm going to just rub myself over everything I can. I don't care what it is. Uh, if it's a cathedral, if it's a van, is it, I, I'll rub myself over everything just with paint on my body. Is it pink paint? No. No. It's like all the colours. And you know what happens when you get all the colours? You get fuck all. You just get this mush of all the colours. People are going to think you're rolling around in your poo. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you want people to think that, don't you? Don't you want mind. people to stay away. You know, but if you're going to be covered in paint, the only way to have people like keep appropriate distance is if they think it's shit. Poo poo, yeah. 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 I agree, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Who knows what this new decade will bring. But I hope it's that. A Christmas cock and Nadim rolling in poo-coloured paint. Watch this space. <laughs> Can I just say, I want Spider-Man to fuck me? <laughs> I want Spider-Man to fuck me. Never mind, eh?